Welcome back to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Monday morning. Right, let's turn to the next part of today's brunch, and that is a bit of trash talk. Now, Chinese New Year is just around the corner. And when it comes to banquets and dinners, some families maintain the tradition of including shark fin on their menus. This week on Trash Talk, Marcy Trent Long speaks with Stan Shea, Marine Program Director from Bloom Hong Kong, about shark fins in Hong Kong and also balancing tradition preservation and sustainability. Hey, Trash Talk listeners, Chinese New Year is just around the corner. The time to relax and enjoy the festivities with family. And now that quarantine is over in Hong Kong, more families can gather around the hot pot. But when it comes to banquets and Chinese New Year dinners, some families maintain that the tradition including shark fin on their menus. While it might give face to the family to serve shark fin, more and more people are also choosing other options. Hong Kong is one of the largest trade markets in the world for shark fin. But Stan Shea, Marine Program Director from Bloom Hong Kong, has some news for us that might change all that. So welcome to the show, Stan. Hi, Marty. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so, uh, Trash Talk listeners, Stan is literally just off the plane from Panama, where he was meeting and talking about the protection of shark fins. So maybe we can start by talking briefly about the shark fin situation trade here in Hong Kong, and then we can lead into um, the exciting news you have for us. So um, the fins, if we look at the Hong Kong market, so we are actually importing shark fins from more than 125 countries or places from around the world. So it's clearly an international trade like moving all these products like marine products to Hong Kong so that's the reason why we were in Panama because we are talking about a international legal binding treaty which is like 160 like countries plus that they have actually the signatory countries that they have to obligate and like to follow the international trade like the regulations right exactly and and obviously and what's great because hong kong is a signatory as well right correct we right. are under part of china so we are definitely like one of the signatory like places yeah so then and that group is called cites the little little education here the convention on international trade in endangered species of wild fauna and flora yes so not just <laughs> animal <laughs> yeah not just animal also about the plant oh and also the plants too yes okay we got to include them um all right so you've just come from this meeting and again, this meeting is established to monitor all the trade of all animals and plants. And they also decide what's going extinct and what's not, is that? So they actually decide, so it's about the Convention on International Trade. So what they do is they look at the animal status on their conservation status. And each year, well, every three, two to three years, they're all sitting together with 180, like 160 countries, people, a government official from all these like department on animal, like some of fisheries, some of the plants, some of the forestry. So what do they do is that each um, time when they meet before the government, only government can make a proposal for certain species that they want to protect. And then they put it in the meeting where like you get two thirds of majority people attend to actually vote yes. 
and then they will be actually protected, which is agreed on the international level. And then you can actually choose Appendix 1, Appendix 2, or Appendix 3. So <laughs> not going into detail, the only thing is like, it's all about regulation, it's all about monitoring, and then how to make sustainable trade on the international level for different species. Right, exactly. And then as we were talking before, the, the different appendices have to do with how extinct or not extinct. How threatened the animal with the extinction, like um, probability or the percentage, yeah. Right, and there was, a, we'll get into shark fins in a second, or shark, but there was an interesting statistic, which is in order to determine how extinct or not extinct or threatened they are, you need a lot of data and a lot of science, right? Yes, correct. Because they look at the generation time of like the species. So, for example, some animal, they might need like 10, 20 years to like mature. Then they need all this data to actually prove the situation that they are threatened with extinction or not. So, for example, elephant, they were actually listed in the appendix. So that's why like all the ivory trade are monitored and are regulated. But in Hong Kong, of course, you're not trade anymore. You're not allowed to trade anymore because of the um, different issues. But you can see ivory, pangolin, rhino horn, they're all listed in the protection because all this animal has been found threatened with extinction. Right. So then how do they calculate that? How do you present uh, the data from Hong Kong, for instance, to say that you think that sharks are threatened or not? So for Hong Kong, because we are in a very interesting situation, we don't really have shark fishery. So what we do is actually we provide the percentage of like certain species of being trade on in terms of sharks, which means we have like research looking in the Hong Kong retail market, to look at what species are in danger, what are actually being traded. And one of the most updated is like study that two thirds of like the shark fin found in Hong Kong, the species are actually threatened with extinction. So scientists provide this data and then the government, some government, maybe they have those fisheries, they will look at the data and then see if that matches like things coming or actually exporting to Hong Kong. And then they have like written a proposal to talk about protect certain shark species this time and in this time which is like hammerhead guitarfish and also something called the requiem sharks which is a whole family of a of a, of the sharks and then we actually in hong kong based on the retail market study using dna method with the technology helping 90 percent of the trade in hong kong actually are from that family so this time because it's proposed it has been listed so from now 90 percent of the shark fin trade in hong kong has to be managed regulated and monitored right so so that basically means trash talk listeners when you're importing a shark fin right the cameras see this little shark fin maybe or maybe not right and now, before it was a smaller percentage, now that it's 90%, it's almost guaranteed if you see a little shark fin in your photo, oh, it's probably, it needs a permit to be, and it's probably regulated. So it, it's a much bigger flag now for us to control the Very shark fin trade here in Hong Kong. Very correct. Before it's around 20% are actually listed, and then now moved to 90%. So basically, like what you said, we, like every shipment that the fin's coming in, that has to have a has to have a permit to actually prove from the exporting country or places that is legally and sustainably harvest. So that's the 
beauty of this bind, international binding. Now they all have to be regulated. And then we have to move on also how to implement the actual CITES legal compliance in Hong Kong. Right, and that gets into a lot of technical issues which we are not going to cover today. <laughs> no problem. We've already yeah. done a lot of technical. So then let, let's get back to eating shark fin soup, etc. in Hong Kong. I mean, a lot of restaurants have moved away from it, which is really great. But it is still here, and it's you can still purchase it, etc. But how um, how how harmful is it when we uh, right now have a shark fin soup? I, I think to use the word harmful is like we actually have to look at the market is where can you find sustainable product or certified like shark fins so at the moment it's actually none so which means all the species like that from the sharks like that you're eating that could be from a unsustainable source so which means you are just contributing to eating like um endangered species or unless you know what species they are but also under the late like the current situation in hong kong the labeling system dry seafood are exempted so technically unless you know what species you're eating and then you have to also under the origin and how they actually being called so there's no way at the moment for the traceability issue so that would be actually you don't know are you eating illegal species are you eating species that are threatened with extinction so that's the problem that we have at the moment ah, do you see a day where once it's all permitted that there would be sustainably sourced shark fin soup or is there any other alternatives <clears throat> so at the moment, because on the international level, even with all this sustainable seafood certification, there is still none for shark fins like that with high traceability labeling system and also the, um, the, the, the logo to certify. So at the moment, so which means there are no sustainable like, option for the shark fins like that being mm. traded in Hong Kong at least. Mm. Well, then any advice for if you might have a family member that still wants their shark fin on how to convince them to say, well, maybe it's not the appropriate thing right now. Um, so I think you, at the very introduction, you mentioned about the tradition. I think all the tradition now we're talking about, we want to protect our tradition, is actually to making sure they're on a sustain sustainable level. So if we are, we don't know the species actually threatened or not threatened, and we're still eating them, so we are actually technically killing our tradition. So because there's no sustainable way of eating them. So if we you eat now, maybe your next generation or the younger people, they would not have the same like luxury or same like opportunity to actually enjoy the same thing that you have today. So in order to protect your tradition or protect our tradition, we have to stop and then make sure the trade or the consumption is sustainable or in a level that is sustainable, then the future can actually keeping our tradition. Otherwise, we are just killing them. Mm. Wow, that's really well said. Um, I think so. <laughs> you're welcome. Is um, so. What is what else is Bloom uh, working on besides shark fin on sustainable seafood that we need to also think about during Chinese New Year? I yeah. think in Hong Kong, actually doing research. So we have research looking at endangered animal trade. So, for example, now actually we have been talking about sharks for more than ten years, and then now it's like we are trying to actually understand more about other marine species so for example now people are talking about sea cucumber 
are also threatened, and then some are actually listed also in the CITES. So, but nobody actually understands what we are trading or what exactly the species and how many sea cucumber are actually we eating on species level. So we are actually trying to do more research to look at the trade data on other things beyond sharks. Sharks is one thing to make sure they have. The reason why we work on sharks is we want to make sure the shark like regulation is implemented properly, then that could be a role model for other things like sea cucumber or even fish more that mm. not many people actually aware like the gas better of a fish and then actually affecting. And then that's the project that we are doing research on understand the international trade and also the local trade. And then we also doing other project which is doing underwater fish survey. So counting the fish species in Hong Kong, like going by food diving method. So the reason why we want to do that is I, people talk about marine protected area, but if we don't know what species do we have, how are we actually setting up marine protected area? Plus like some places in Hong Kong, they have more fish like species compared to other. So we want to try to provide a justification for doing all this marine protected area in Hong Kong. Yeah. And and the key with that really it keeps always coming back to data, right? So if if organizations like Bloom aren't going out there and finding out what exactly is in the ocean so that we know what to protect and what not to protect and this is kind of a new thing, then um then we could be, as you say, eating our own traditions. So I only say that to Trash Talk listeners that organizations like Bloom are really important for us to support and uh, cheer on so that they can protect the oceans of Hong Kong. Yeah, thank you. I mean, you're welcome. Like you said, we really need all this data <laughs> because um, in the past, it's actually too difficult to actually go underwater to do survey. Now it's easier but still expensive. And we always have the way of saying we know more about the. Um, the the moon rather than our deep sea like like because the resources that are being put in doing marine research is always lacking so we are just trying our best to actually bridge the gap by doing more research in the region in hong kong oh, well thank you so much for coming in and telling us the great news stan and have a wonderful chinese new year and you thank you for having me today happy chinese <laughs> new year You can find all the Trash Talk episodes on iTunes and the RTHK On The Go app. Thanks to our partners, Plastic Free Seas. If you like what you hear, I also host the Sustainable Asia podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube for a more in-depth look at sustainability issues here in Asia. Many thanks once again to Marcy Trentlong for this week's uh, Trash Talk. Really, really good Trash Talk. Indeed, a lot of food for thought uh, to make us rethink uh, some of our tradition and, and also uh, balancing sustainability. Actually, there's, there's no tradition. I remember uh, asking my grandma, does she eat shelf? And she goes, no, it's overpriced and it tastes exactly like vermicelli. So since then, uh, we, we've just not had uh, any shark fin uh, in our family. So uh, Marcy Trentlong was speaking to Stan Shea, who is uh, a marine a program director from Bloom Hong Kong about uh, their work and also about uh, shark fin and also uh, uh, balancing tradition and uh, uh, and having more sustainable uh, sustainable eating habits.